0: Welcome, you are listening to the Audio Information Network of Colorado. This recording is intended to be used solely by individuals with barriers to print. Thank you for joining us for this Friday, October 6th edition of the Broomfield Enterprise. My name is Elaine. Today, we will be reading from the following main articles. Gourd almighty, pumpkins are ready for picking, and we'll have your fall guide to all the pumpkin patches, Halloween parties, and fall fun. Broomfield joins surrounding communities in concern over the effects of leaded fuel at the Rocky Mountain Metropolitan Airport. Broomfield's sister cities celebrate cultural exchange and travel after a trip to Japan. Broomfield Library invites residents to honor loved ones at its community ofrenda. And Jefferson County Airport announces full shift to unleaded fuel by 2027, reducing contamination for neighborhoods. This week, Kelly Rowski will write about people and plants. And this week, hemp, the forgotten crop, makes a comeback. Carrie Pettis, the bookwoman, reviews a book, Buzzy Jackson's World War II novel, follows the girl with the red hair. We'll also let you know about Broomfield events for this week. There are two kinds of people in this world, those who actively mourn the end of Tiva wearing season and those who eat candy corn by the handful as soon as it hits the shelves at king supers if you belong to the latter half of that group keep reading autumn has officially descended upon colorado which means it's time to slap some socks over the sandal tan and visit the local pumpkin patch across the front range many local farms and patches are offering all things pumpkin pumpkin picking, painting, carving. If gourds don't get you going, maybe hay rides, corn mazes, farm animals, and haunted houses will. Topping off the list of rural farms is Longmont's Rocky Mountain Pumpkin Patch, which was recently voted Colorado's favorite pumpkin patch. Located at 9059 Ute Highway in Longmont, Rocky Mountain Pumpkin Patch hosts weekend festivals every Saturday and Sunday in October. Guests can look forward to kiddie rides, a petting zoo, face painting, food trucks, and, of course, picking your own pumpkins. The ranch is also open during the week for those looking for a more mellow atmosphere for hunting down their perfect pumpkin. Rocky Mountain Pumpkin Ranch first opened in 1993. And grows over a hundred varieties of vegetables and pumpkins that are all certified organic we put a lot of effort into what we do here and try to make it a fun experience for all of our visitors according to Lauren Fries of Rocky Mountain pumpkin ranch it's a great pat on the back to get voted Colorado's favorite pumpkin patch while Rocky Mountain pumpkin Ranch sees thousands of visitors each season. The ranch closes immediately after Halloween on November 1st, sometimes leaving the farm with an excess of pumpkins. However, not a single pumpkin goes to waste. The leftover pumpkins are sold through our wholesale channels, fed to cattle and livestock, or composted for soil nutrients. Here's a roundup of all things fall, from pumpkin patches and haunted houses to burlesque shows and costume parties. Gourds, the 7th Generation Farm. The entry includes corn mazes, hay rides, hay mountain, kids' straw bale maze, pumpkin patch, and more. They're open from noon to 6.30. This is the 7th Generation Farm. And from 9 a.m. to 6.30 p.m., Friday through Sunday. They're located at 1536 Courtesy Road in Louisville. Entrance fee is $12. For more information, you can go to seventhgenerationfarm.com. Anderson Farms, Colorado's longest-running 30-acre corn maze and pumpkin patch, has a slew of activities that include private campfire sites, train and wagon rides, gem mining, pumpkin launching, a petting zoo, arts and crafts, and more. They are closed on Tuesdays. They're located at 6728 County Road 3 and a quarter in Erie. Prices range from 39 dollars to 57 dollars. Kids three and under are free. You can go to AndersonFarms.com for more information. Cottonwood Farms. You can buy pumpkins, squash, and decorative fall items without admission to the pumpkin patch and activity areas. Or you can visit the Pumpkin Patch for fun family activities, including corn and straw mazes. Wagon rides are offered on Saturday and Sunday for an additional $5. They're open from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. daily, located at 10600 Isabel Road in Lafayette. Entrance fee between $5 and $7. Renner Farms. You can enjoy a Pumpkin Patch, corn maze, Bale, maize, and corn sandbox at this family farm, they're open from noon to 5, Fridays, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturdays and Sundays, located at 13332 County Road 5 in Longmont. Admission is free, and pumpkins are priced by size. Munson Farms Pumpkin Patch, open 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. daily, 7455 Valmont Road. It's free admission and pumpkins are priced by the pound. Rock Creek Farm, you can explore hundreds of pumpkins for the picking and explore the corn mazes. Also available at the farm are farm animals and pumpkin sweets. They're located at 2005 South 112th Street in Broomfield. Entrance fee between six and ten dollars. Rocky Mountain Pumpkin Ranch as we discussed earlier, they're open daily with carnival activities on Saturdays and Sundays from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Located at 9059 Ute Highway in Longmont, free admission, and each carnival event is ticketed. Sunflower Farms, kids and adults can hang out with farm animals, feed the goats, sheep, and llamas, and enjoy the free-roaming chickens, peacocks, turkeys, and guinea pigs. During October, you can check out the magical Halloween forest and the pumpkin patch located at 11150 Prospect Road in Longmont. Entrance fee is $18. Yaya Farm and Orchard. This you pick apple orchard offers guided tours to check out barnyard animals like draft horses, mini donkeys, chickens, ducks, and peacocks, and of course, honeybees. They're located at 6914 Ute Highway in Longmont. Parties. Friday the 13th party. You can celebrate this spooky date with a face painter, axe thrower, a candle and crystal stand, and other vendors. The Longmont Humane Society will bring black cats for potential adoption. This will be at 7 p.m. October 13th. The Empty Grave Haunted House at 218 Kimbark Street in Longmont. And that admission is between $20 and $50. DV8 Distillery Halloween Parties will be 7 to 9 p.m. October 13th at the Blue Dime Cabaret, presenting a variety of sideshows for Friday the 13th. Unlucky or Lucky, then after that at 9 p.m. October 13th is Fly Day the 13th. Retro Horror Night at 8 p.m. October 20th celebrates Vampires and war versus Werewolves. And on October 21st, the Syndicate presents DV8 Dungeon, a night of latex-themed uh, parties. And we will also have DV8 celebrating its 8th anniversary with a Halloween-themed party on October 28th. Dia de los Muertos, Family Fiesta. This street festival will include music and dance performances, arts and craft activities, cultural education, cultural food, downtown business altars, and the annual Gigantes Procession. The Catarina exhibit featuring work from local artists with their representations of La Calavera, Katarina will open at the Firehouse Art Center October 14th in downtown Longmont. Leftoween, you can get immersed in the world of leftoween with tasty beers, food trucks, life-size Halloween immersive scenes with props for the best Halloween photo opportunities, games, vendors, oracle readings, live painters, costume contests, live music, and more. This will be at 11 a.m. October 21st at Left Hand Brewing, 1265 Boston Avenue in Longmont. Halloween Silent Disco. Get ready to dance the night away in a unique and immersive experience with headphones on. Participants will groove while dressed in costumes. The family-friendly disco begins at 6 p.m. with an adult disco following at 8.30 p.m. This will be at 6 30 October 21st in Louisville, Underground at 640 Main Street, and the cost is $13. Rayback Collective Halloween Bash. Come dressed in Halloween costume and enjoy a spooky evening at Rayback with music by Guerra Fanfare Brass Band at 6 p.m. October 27th at the Rayback Collective, 2775 Valmont Road. Halloween Rocks, Hair Razor, an 80s hair band tribute, Hits Group, and Appetite for Destruction, a Guns N' Roses tribute band, will perform rock music at Nisi's at 7.30 p.m. October 27th at Nisi's 14.55 Coal Creek Drive, Unit T in Lafayette, admission ranges between $20 and $40. Halloween Soul... Wash Park goes into high gear with full band, which consists of three dynamic vocalists, a full four-piece horn section, and five-piece rhythm section to deliver an experience like no other at 7.30 p.m. October 28th at Nisey's. Halloween Parade and Trick-or-Treat Street, dress up in a Halloween costume, march on Main Street, and visit your town participating merchants for trick-or-treat street immediately following the parade kids of all ages can be a part of this costume foot parade at 10 a.m october 28th
1: at the roosevelt
0: community 700 longs peak avenue in longmont motown haunted prom dance the night away to the iconic motown and stacks record hits that will keep attendees on their feet all night long Dress up, sing, and dance as the band kicks off Halloween weekend with the nostalgic sounds of Sweet Soul Music. This will be at 7 p.m. October 28th at Roots Music Project, 4747 Pearl Street, Suite 3A. Prices range between $20 and $180. Wild Goose Masquerade Ball. Enjoy dancing and live music from Denver Pops Orchestra at this costume ball. There will be a People's Choice costume contest and guests can come in formal or semi-formal attire. This will be at 6 p.m. October 28th at the Avalon Ballroom, 6185 Arapahoe Avenue in Boulder. Prices range between $30 and $45. Rocky Mountain uh, Airport joins Broomfield and surrounding communities in concern over the leaded fuel use. In the Broomfield City Council study session on Tuesday night, Council and city staff reviewed presentations regarding the effects of lead from fuel emissions released from planes flying in and out of the Rocky Mountain Metropolitan Airport, known as RMMA. The first presentation was from Robert Boutel, who has a doctorate in material chemistry and specializes in how nanomaterials, including lead, interact with cells. Boutel has become a vocal educator about lead exposure from RMMA, giving presentations to communities along the Front Range. He began raising the alarm when he took 18 samples from nine homes in Superior swabbing the window sills to measure levels, and found they all contained lead. While the levels of lead, he found, would likely not affect adults, he explained that there are no safe levels of lead exposure for children. Lead affects children most significantly. It leads to lower IQ, decreased ability to pay attention, and underperformance in school, he said. Following Boutel's presentation, Paul Anslow of RMMA's airport director spoke. He explained that the switch to unleaded fuel is expensive as it requires separate fuel tanks and trucks to avoid mixing with leaded fuel. It's like diesel and gas for your car. If you put the wrong fuel in your plane, that engine is going to have a problem and you just can't pull off to the side of the road in a plane Despite the complications and costs, Onslow said, Our MMA has plans to accelerate its transition away from leaded fuel and is considering different types of unleaded fuel that it can offer for planes. The Federal Aviation Administration aims to transition all planes away from leaded fuel by 2030 with an initiative announced in February, and our NMA is planning to make the transition even sooner, but it will take time. There are 19,000 airports in our country right now, and all of them are transitioning. To be able to do that takes infrastructure, and there's a lot to be done before we can say we're switching over. Triple-digit heat did not prove enough to take the thrill out of a recent trip to Japan for 11 students and a group of chaperones participating in Broomfield's Sister Cities program. The trip overall was just a crazy experience, just once in a lifetime, according to Alton Zimmerman, a junior at Legacy High School. Zimmerman explained that it started with a few days in Tokyo before moving on to Ueda. It was really good to see and compare Tokyo, which is kind of a futuristic big city, to Ueda, which is much older, and we could feel the rich cultural past. While in Ueda, Zimmerman said he and 10 other students spent two weeks living with host families, immersing themselves in the culture and learning as much as possible. The host families were great, and they were really welcoming and helpful and super kind. As part of Sister Cities International, Broomfield has had a sister city since 2001. Originally sisters with Maruko, Japan, Broomfield became sisters with Ueda when Maruko and other smaller towns were absorbed into the larger city of Ueda in 2006. For the last 22 years, Broomfield has been hosting Japanese exchange students and sending Broomfield students to Japan. There were so many amazing things that happened on the trip, but it really begins and ends with the host families. According to Mike Ursi, one of the chaperones, we weren't staying in hotels or getting any Americanized or westernized versions of the place. We were getting pure, unfiltered Japanese culture. As part of their immersion into the culture, the group visited an onsen or hot spring, as well as historic temples and castles, learning about the history of the samurai. Opai, the equivalent of the Sister Cities program in Japan, provided an experience their visitors considered amazing, helping to craft a busy itinerary and managing COVID-19 tests and isolation when necessary. The group of students, with a lot of curiosity about the culture, said, when we were in Tokyo, two of the days had a heat index of 115. We were sightseeing in 115-degree heat through crowds, and they handled that with great composure. Although this year's trip has concluded, Broomfield Sister Cities continue their work year-round, educating everyone on the value of cultural exchange. Broomfield Library invites residents to honor loved ones at its community ofrenda. Gina Valdez spent her Sunday setting up the Broomfield Library's community ofrenda. A table on the first floor of the library decorated with brightly colored banners that will soon be filled with mementos and offerings to lost loved ones. The ofrenda is a celebration of the ongoing afterlife of your loved ones. The altar is to symbolize their soul and their journey through their afterlife, she said. The history of the ofrenda and Día de los Muertos, the holiday intended to celebrate the lives of the departed, can be traced back to pre-colonial Mexico. Hundreds of years later, the tradition is still very much alive across the world. This week, Kelly Rowski writes about people and plants and hemp, the forgotten crop, making a comeback. This morning I was having breakfast and scratching my head in hopes that the little gray cells would magically concoct an idea for this week's column. Then, while staring at my breakfast, I realized I need not look any further. You see, a few years ago I got on a hemp hearts kick. I sprinkle them on my eggs each morning. Hemp is truly an amazing plant. The list of uses is nearly endless. North Carolina, a an A&T State University has a 60-page online manual detailing the plant's biology and its uses, as well as regulations and resources for small farmers. Hemp has been used for thousands of years. Traces of this plant have been found in China dating back to 8,000 B.C. Around 700 B.C., the Chinese created writing paper made from hemp. Did you know that you can buy hemp paper today? Fast forward to the 1600s. The Jamestown colonists grew hemp to make rope, clothing, and ship sails. Hemp was deemed illegal in the mid-1930s due to what I call politics and briefly resurrected during World War II. It wasn't until recently that this forgotten crop became popular and legal once again. All parts of the hemp plant are used. Fiber is made from the stalks and stems. The seeds are turned into grain and oil, and the flowers are processed for cannabinoids. There are even companies looking to develop hemp as a building material, bioplastic, and fuel source. As you can tell, hemp is so much more than just CBD. Speaking of CBD, it seems there are still some misconceptions about hemp and marijuana. According to Kent State Online, both hemp and marijuana contain THC. This compound can produce psychoactive effects in humans, meaning it can get you high. However, there's a separate variety that is specifically cultivated for hemp that contains very small amounts of THC. Think of hemp as a cousin of marijuana. Harvard Medical School shares that CBD has been shown to treat some childhood epilepsy syndromes. According to some studies, CBD may also help with anxiety, insomnia, and chronic pain. Recently, my functional medicine practitioner recommended CBD for chronic pain. At the time, I was in the middle of a whooping flare-up and willing to try just about anything to get some relief. Since she recommended a particular brand and dosage, I gave it a try. I, it took a week or two, but I slowly started seeing improvement. Now I can honestly say my pain is minimal most days. A friendly reminder to always talk to your healthcare provider before incorporating new supplements into your routine, even plant-based ones. Carrie Pettis reviews the book, To Die Beautiful by Buzzy Jackson. This is a work of historical fiction based on the life of Hanni Schaft, a Dutch resistance fighter during World War II. The scenes and dialogues are imagined, but the major events and the people involved are real. Hanni Schaft was a 19-year-old law student when the Nazis invaded and occupied Holland. She became involved in underground work almost by accident, but was very good at what she was asked to do. She was capable with a gun and did not hesitate to shoot Germans if necessary. Shaft eventually teamed up with two sisters, Trust and Freddy, both very young, as well as their fame grew in the underground community. Schaft was known as the girl with the red hair, which she was eventually forced to die because of the notoriety it gave her. Though the Netherlands were supposedly neutral, the German occupation forced the Dutch queen into exile in London and caused persecution of the Dutch Jews, just as it had in Germany. People were starving due to rationing, and the Schaaf family hid two of Hanny Schaaf's Jewish friends for some time at great risk to themselves. Thank you for joining us for Broomfield Enterprise. My name is Elaine. AINC Programming is brought to you in part by the Broomfield Community Foundation. Broomfield's leading partner and voice for philanthropy since 1993. If you enjoyed this program, please register for our free services at www.aincolorado.org or by calling 303-786-7777.